0: Hello guys, this is Vikas, and I'm Aman, and this is LionPay. So Aman, what, what are we discussing today?
1: Today, I think, uh, let's talk about two massive clubs and huge rivals, Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid. Now, both of them have made a lot of signings um real madrid have made five and atletico have made eight so let's look into um, the signings they've made what they've paid for them uh, how good are these players and more importantly why they've been signed because these are two clubs that um, that put that actually put a lot of thought into their signings mm-hmm. so let's let's start with um, real madrid
0: before the last season they were not actually performing very well in the league. They, uh, they were, I guess, around 15, 10-15 points behind last two last season as well. Basically, yeah. those, their whole squad was actually aging. And according to rumors, that was actually one of the reasons why actually Zidane left initially. And uh, once Perez Ike's uh, promised him that he, they will spend and sign more players, he came back. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's start with Madrid. So, uh, let's start with I guess the biggest transfer of them all,
1: Eden Hazard.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think of Hazard?
1: I'm a huge fan. Now, I love Hazard. I've seen, I, I, watch, I, I follow the Premier League quite closely, mm-hmm. and um, he has been, I think, maybe the best player in the Premier League for a while. Um, Kevin De Bruyne has been great too, but I think Eden Hazard has been brilliant. Um, so yeah, I think it's a great signing. And Hazard is what, twenty-eight now? He's got his best years in front of him. And hundred million euros for Hazard in this market I think is is a steal.
0: Yeah. It yeah. is an absolute yeah. bargain. Madrid got a good deal because only one year was actually left on his contract. So that was I guess one of the reasons why he was sold for slightly less, I guess, in this market.
1: Yeah, but it was also no coincidence because yeah. he has been linked with Real for yeah. a while.
0: Yeah,
1: I think this transfer is like one of the worst kept secrets in history yeah. because everybody saw this coming. Mm-hmm. So um, I think uh, he's a great signing, but um, is he the kind of player who's going to um, uh, get those goals that Ronaldo did for them? Or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do- is he... Does he serve as a direct Ronaldo replacement, in your opinion?
0: No, no, I don't think so. Uh, it's it's difficult to play replace a player like Ronaldo. Uh, you yeah. cannot actually similar to uh, let's uh, Messi. You cannot just replace him because there is no alternative actually. So you have to actually tinker and tinker with your system itself. So I think they have made signings which actually will complement Hazard. I don't think Hazard will score the goals, amount of goals Sirona actually score. Mm-hmm. Maybe he, though, that 15-20 uh, mark, uh, I don't think he'll score more than that. But he'll contribute a lot more to team in a lot a lot of different ways, actually.
1: Yeah, agreed, agreed. So, um, they've also signed Luka Jovic, who's mm-hmm. been impressive. Like, I've watched him. I, I don't watch the Bundesliga a lot. But um, once I started hearing about Luka Jovic and I saw some of his goals, I actually started watching some of Frankfurt's games. And even okay. in the Europa League, he's he's mm-hmm. been really good. Yeah. So, maybe they're looking to Jovic to score those yeah. goals. Yeah. Maybe jo- not as many.
0: Jovic is actually a player who was strongly linked with Barcelona in, uh, during December, January and February. Up until, I guess, Griezmann uh, decided that he wanted to come. And of course. Uh, yeah. So after that, like that whole interest just cooled down and Real Madrid pursuing mm-hmm. him. And I think after a week or two they actually just signed him. So
1: uh I but- actually feel that Jovic could actually turn out to be a better signing than Hazard, maybe. Because what Real have lacked is is a like a natural goal scorer Like Benzema's of course their striker, but um he's I mean, in my opinion, he's more of like a second striker. He's, hmm. he, he's an intelligent player. He can set up a lot of goals, hmm. create spaces for others. But he, to me, doesn't seem like the one to get all those goals.
0: Yeah, but don't you think there's a slight problem there? Because uh, Zidane usually prefers actually 4 system. And uh, Benzema is a striker. And Haz- uh, Jovic is a striker. So, hmm. do you think, will he be changing his system? Or is Benzema on his way out? Or maybe will Benzema and Jovic will share that striker role? What do you think?
1: Uh, that's a tough one. Um, Actually, I was going to come to that. Because I feel that Benzema is not going anywhere yet. I think mm-hmm. Healy is going to stay for a season or two. Because um, he had a good season, last season. Yeah. When Uh, Real Madrid did not play well, did not get a lot of goals. Benzema actually stepped up and had a good season. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he's going anywhere yet. So it looks like they'll be sharing. Uh, Yeah, and I think the third striker is where a lot of rotation would actually happen with uh, Vinicius Jr. and Lucas Vasquez, Asensio. And uh, they've even signed uh, Rodrigo. So, I don't know. I don't know what his first team role will be.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what I think is maybe uh, Zidane is actually going with the formation which is actually quite popular these days, which is four-two-three-one, In which mm-hmm. I think Benz- uh, Jovic will be playing as an out-and-out striker. And maybe Benzema will play as a supporting striker with Hazard on one wing. And I guess if... And then the right wing can it can be bail i don't know i don't think it will oh, be no
1: no it's not going to be bail but,
0: uh, <laughs> i don't know about esco also is he going is he staying it's not yet confirmed and yeah. uh, then there are other players who will be sharing that role but i think there is a possibility of 4231 because benzema is not a player who would like to sit on the bench that's what i think yeah
1: but, uh... Yeah, Benzema, I don't think, uh, would agree to sit on the bench, unlike Bale. I think Bale's actually played more golf in Madrid than football.
0: So, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Like I, I cannot comprehend what's going on in his mind.
1: Yeah, like, I've actually I actually forgot that he is a he is still a Real Madrid player.
0: Yeah, he I don't know, like he has he, maybe three Four years at tops for left in his career, so rather than trying to play football, he's. I don't. know, I don't know. I don't want to comment on it.
1: Okay, let's yeah. let's move to let's uh, move uh, the yeah. other signings, which are just as interesting. Yeah. Uh, Ida Militao for 50 million, Mendy for 48 million euros, Rodrigo for 45. So, what do you yeah. think of these three players?
0: Uh, I think Mendy is a good player, decent player. And mm-hmm. uh, Marce- Marcelo has been hasn't been his self, I guess for definitely wasn't his up up to his best last season. So I think Mendy is a good signing. Uh, mm-hmm. Eder, I don't know much. Uh, like they already have. I am I am probably sure that Varan and Ramos will be their main centre back. So mm-hmm. he'll probably be eased into the team. I don't think he'll be playing a lot, but. Uh, Yeah, he is someone to look out for the future, I guess, because he's just 21 years old. And uh, he is someone they have signed, maybe I guess as a replacement to Ramos because uh, Ramos is also aging, and he, they would want someone Mm -hmm. to replace him. Mm
1: -hmm. Or is this to send Ramos maybe a message uh, about his, you know, uh, the the way he's been playing uh, with getting all those cards and stuff. So do they want him to know that they do have somebody who could take his place if, I don't if think he doesn't I don't step think No. Yeah,
0: so I don't think that's the, that's the case because I think cards uh, Ramos has been that kind of player whole his career. It's not like he get started getting cards yesterday. And even that rumour thing which goes every year, he improves his contract and then everything goes away. Uh, I don't think that's the case. So I, mm-hmm. I think I, th- I I think that uh, Varan Ramos will be sharing the spot. Rodrigo, I, I don't think he will be playing a lot this season because uh, th- that role I think is for Hazard. And uh, even when Hazard does not play, they ha- already have other players who I think will be playing in those place position. Uh, mm-hmm. The player I'm referring to is obviously Senco which was dubbed as the next Mm. Messi two years ago. Now everyone has forgotten him. And, uh, yeah, so Mendy is probably the one who will be playing a lot this season out of these three. Other two are sort
1: of... Mendy's got the best chance, yeah.
0: Yeah, Other two are sort of a future prospect, I guess.
1: Yeah, but what is up with Real Madrid and signing Brazilian kids, like, uh, for big money that too? Like, Vinicius Junior. They've signed now Rodrigo, similar player, but uh, Rodrigo actually hasn't got too many goals even in the Brazilian league. Like I haven't watched a lot of him, but of course when the signing came on, I, I I saw some of his videos on YouTube. So he's 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 again he's a lot like Vinicius Junior, uh, but yeah same thing. He's got all the tricks. He's a he's a flamboyant player, but doesn't have a lot of end product. Not a great crosser or a finisher. So, I don't know. I think it's just two similar players that they've got now. But anyway, I think he's one for the future.
0: Uh, Real Madrid have actually done quite well in selling players also. They sold Kovacic for, I guess, 45, 40-45 million euros. Lorente for 30, 30 million Mm. euros, I guess, somewhere around. And they have actually sold Theo Hernandez also, I guess. I don't know exact Mm. value. It's, Probably somewhere, somewhere around 20 million euros, and mm-hmm. they have sold another player. Uh, I'm not remembering his name, uh, but they have. They also sold him for around like 20 million euros. So overall, they have uh, sort of uh, generated around 1, 110, 110, 120 million euros in selling players. So they have done quite well uh, in getting the amounts for these players. So mm-hmm. yeah, so like I, I do not think like Kovacic would be going for forty five million euros given given the fact that he hasn't been playing a lot for even for Chelsea he did not play a lot last season. I think, yeah. yeah. So overall they have done actually quite well in market uh, transfer market, and yeah. So let's now discuss their neighbors. Atletico, yeah. who 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 are who have been even more proactive in this transfer window than Madrid. So this is quite one of those unique times where you will see that because Atletico are not a club who, who are who are normally active in transfer window, but they are normally more known for selling players. And let's start with the obvious one: João uh, Felix, 120-25 uh, million euros from Benfica, 19 years of age. What do you
1: think I I think it's not a great deal um, he's a good kid I mean uh, he's someone I've watched I've watched him play uh, a few games for Portugal in the Nations League I've seen him uh, in the Europa League of course I don't watch the Portuguese League he's good but that's a lot of money um, and I've seen kids with similar talent uh, so I, I I don't know I For a club like Atletico, who don't really spend big, um, uh, it doesn't make sense to me. I think it's too much money.
0: Why do you think they paid so much?
1: Because they were getting a similar amount from Griezmann. So I think uh, that's why they just went ahead with it. I think if they weren't selling Griezmann and getting similar money in, there's no way they would have signed Felix for this amount.
0: Yeah, but... I think there would have been better options in the transfer window. I I, I, I definitely can name some few players who would like have been who? better. Uh, um, let's see. Maybe uh, Gabriel Jesus.
1: Jesus. Uh, I'm not sure. Is he available?
0: Yeah, that's another point, but... Even even they signed Jesus, I don't think he would have gone for one twenty one hundred twenty million euros. So my whole point is like, uh, I I I understand like uh, why Benfica would have wanted to get as much money as possible, but it's not like Benfica had all the leverage. I'm sure like Atletico could have uh, sort of I guess uh, decreased the fee.
1: Would mm-hmm. you,
0: because yeah he, felix was a hot prospect but i don't think a lot of clubs were a- actually pursuing him seriously like they were looking at him and they were like oh this is a good player and maybe he will sign him later but it was not like uh, let's say for consider for deal where everyone was on top of him it was not like that and it just came i guess it, it was like very surprising it they were uh, when they came out with this much amount of fee so yeah, surely, uh, and, surely someone saw something, right?
1: I um well I didn't see what they saw clearly. But I mean he's good. I'm not saying he's not. He is very talented. He's he's a goal scoring midfielder. And those those win you matches, you know. Like mm-hmm. uh, a lot and he has won Benfica a lot of games single-handedly. He scored a couple of hat tricks in the Europa League. And for his age, he's got a great footballing brain. I mean he he can look up uh, spot those through balls crosses he's good i'm not saying he's not mm-hmm. but th- i mean that's a lot of money yeah. and there's no way he's better than hazard right
0: no no the money is for the potential not for the current yeah. Demand, obviously yeah i i also do not agree with his amount obviously but considering the fact that atletico has signed a seven year contract with him okay so oh. no, yeah so normally atletico has been a sort of a selling club where they normally produce excellent players if you, if you look throughout even the past 10 years they have always always produced excellent
1: yeah, some of the best strikers yeah,
0: some yeah so especially strikers but normally they have like they signed them for signed them for very less amount and they they sold from them for a huge amount mm-hmm. yeah. just take the example of griezmann they signed him for around 25 30 million euros and now they sold him mm. for 120 million euros. So yeah. So maybe maybe is this a statement of intent that no no we are no no longer that selling club and we are here and we want to compete? Because if they signed Felix for 120 million euros, obviously like uh you cannot get lot much more out of him. Let's say he performs very well in Atletico for two, three years. Uh, let's say he he just ex- exceeds all the expectations even then like what would be the amount like uh, any other club would be willing, willing to pay 150 200 at max i guess 200 even i don't yeah. think 200 anyone would would be willing to pay 200 so in that case i think that is sort of it's a statement from atletico that we are no longer a selling club i guess mm-hmm. yeah yeah, So, that's what I think. And uh, coming on to other signings, if you compare like every signing one by one, you can say that all the signings have been actually sort of a straight swap for players which were sold or which actually left.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Atletico have had some really high profile departures. Hmm. Griezmann, their main man, gone. Lucas Hernandez, their he, I think he was their second best player, for me, at least. Gone. Rodri, who was in the heart of their midfield, he's yeah. gone. Diego Godin leaves a Godin-sized hole in their uh, defence. He's gone. Yuan Fran gone. Felipe Luis gone. Yeah. So, but, yeah. But,
0: yeah. But I think all these players were actually aging players. Uh, so, yeah.
1: so I. Th- but that doesn't make them any easier to replace, though.
0: Yeah, that they doesn't but i think that atletico have done a good job of replacing them if you go signing by signing actually let's just start with the back at the back yes uh, huh. Felipe luis uh, uh they have signed, signed R- renan Ren- lodi yeah, yeah lodi yeah.
1: for From, 20 million
0: yeah so i never heard of him i don't know i don't know about him but uh, hmm. i I hope he would be good because they have to pay 20 million euros. And, and
1: from, from a, for a, to a Brazilian club. Yeah. Not not to one of the bigger leagues. So he mm-hmm. must be good.
0: Yeah. So our uh, next is Juan Fran who went. And uh,
1: K- right. right. Yeah. I think this is this is one of the strangest transfers to me. Yeah. Like I, I did not see it coming at all. Nobody did I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Because Trippier is not a very good defender, I think. He's he's a decent defender, but he's very good, I think, better attacking wise, I guess. But I mm-hmm. do not think like he's a very good defender. And considering the fact that Atletico are primarily a sort of a aggressive
1: defensive, player, right. I don't know.
0: but I think this could be a good move for Trippier, I guess. He is now twenty eight years old, and if he if he wants to get into the England England team, he'll probably have to improve improve and i don't think that would have that would have been happening at spurs that may happen at atletico he may improve defensively and that may lead him mm-hmm. into getting uh into the england team so what do you think about yeah. that
1: i agree with you it's it's a better move for trippier than it is for atletico in my opinion and plus he is he will get to play i he is going to be starting for them mm-hmm. he will be expected to start for them i think all of more or less all of the signings that they've made will be starting for them because uh, of the departures. So, yeah, it makes sense for Kieran Trippier to want to leave. Um, Let's look at another signing that they've made. Uh, um, Mario Hermoso at centre-back and uh, Felipe from Porto. Yeah. Uh, Have you watched either of these two guys?
0: I know a bit about Hermoso because I've seen him, majorly when I saw Espanyol play against one of the bigger clubs, either it was Atleti or Real or Barca. I think he's a good fit considering the fact he is already fam- familiar with La Liga, and mm. uh, he did not cost a lot. I don't. Yeah, know.
1: 25 million.
0: Yeah, and he is 24, so they, he's that's a good buy. Yeah, he, that's a good buy i don't know i i don't know about felipe and uh, as can't really say much about it uh, they have not paid a lot of money but when you consider his age which is i guess 30, 30 around 30 years old right mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: yeah then it becomes a, sort of an issue i don't know if he will be if he will be starting i don't think felipe will be starting i think that hermoso will be starting alongside uh, 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 the other paper, yeah, Jimenez,
1: yeah, right? So, uh, let's move to Atletico's midfield now, where they've signed Marcos Lorente for 30 million euros and uh, Hector Herrera from Porto for free. Yeah. So, um, what do you think of these two signings, I, especially Lorente, because he didn't get to play a lot at Real? Yeah,
0: so Lorente. Is a sort of a straight swap for Rodri. a similar kind of a play, similar kind mm. of players. And yeah, uh, Lorente pro- probably moving to Madrid was not the greatest move for his career. But consider whenever Madrid come calling, you don't say no. This happens to a lot of players in La Liga actually, where they move very, very early to Madrid from a smaller club in La Liga, and after a couple years. Couple of years, it does not pan out, and then they go to other smaller clubs. Uh, mm-hmm. So this hasn't happened to Lorente because he hasn't moved to like one of the smaller clubs. He he's moving to Atletico. So I I hope he can revive his career over there. Not seen him play a lot for last last year or last last or last couple of years, but I think he he will be a good signing because he's a. He's a decent player and kind of similar to Rodri. Coming on to Herrera, I don't think he'll be playing a lot. But uh, one thing which, one thing which is actually be, uh, plays into him is that he is sort of a player which fits into the Atletico mold, mm-hmm. a player who is high intensity player, high energy player, and uh, he's that kind of player. Mm-hmm. So, I I think he he'll play some part, but I don't think like he'll be
1: uh, one of the names on the starting 11. Mm, yeah, right. I agree. So I think that covers the yeah. transfers. Now, I want to ask you something. Yeah. Uh, do you think that these transfers, do you think they will affect um, the the gameplay and the style of uh, either of the clubs uh, in a major way? What's your take on that? Yeah, so
0: um, Come, first, 1st let's start with it. Considering the fact since they have signed actually players who, similar kind of players who play actually into similar kind of mode as Atletico plays. Mm-hmm. So, I think that Atletico will still be playing a similar kind of uh, game where with uh, traditional 4-4-2 and uh, I think they they will not be changing a lot. Mm-hmm. Coming on to Madrid, I think they may change slightly, as I said in the start of the show. I can uh, since they do not right winger. Uh, they have Bale, but I don't think Bale will be playing, and I don't think mm-hmm. uh, Zidane actually trusts Vasquez that much. Mm-hmm. And uh, they also have two at, out and out strikers in Lucas Hernandez and Ben, uh, Luke, uh, sorry. Jovic and Benzema and uh, I don't think they have signed Jovic to sit on the bench and I don't think Benzema will be sitting on the bench either. So, I can see Madrid playing
1: a bit differently but I don't think Mm. Atletico will change a lot. First, I'll talk about the La Liga. I don't think I see either of these teams seriously uh, challenging Barcelona this season. Yeah, so uh, I'm expecting Real to finish ahead of Atletico. So Barca first, Real, and then Atletico, in the La Liga. And coming to the Champions Mm -hmm. League, uh, it's difficult to say actually because with Zidane, Mm -hmm. you never know. He, uh, I mean, he took that beaten down Real Madrid team all the way to the finals and won it twice. Uh, Both times, Mm -hmm. Real Madrid did not have a great season. Everyone could see they weren't playing that well. But he won them the championship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. uh, let me let me say it like this: excluding that magical Zidane factor, just looking at this team, I see this as a say a semi-final team. Not not. Mm-hmm. I don't see this team going to the final. As for Atletico, mm-hmm. um, I think they're going to need time to settle down uh, because mm-hmm. they've had too many players leave. So, I think mm-hmm. Champions League will be tough for them. I think I, if they get a tough group, I don't see them getting past the group itself. Oh.
0: Okay. So, uh, I think Atletico uh, and Real will not lot be challenging Barca this season. Mm-hmm. Primarily because I I think it they have signed a lot of new players. Mm-hmm. And I think it will take some time to settle in uh all those players into the yeah, team. Yeah. I think that it, it will take at least three to four months for all these players to set in settle into the new system. Yeah. And in three four months uh they they may have some draws here and there and mm-hmm. some defeats here and there. So as long as Barcelona actually do not slip up normally and regularly, I that would be the main reason why I think Barcelona will actually win La Liga this mm-hmm. season. Uh Coming on to Champions League, uh, I don't think that Atletico will be uh, knocked out in the group stage this sir. I, I I I see them uh, going to definitely knockouts, maybe quarter till quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Coming on to Real, one of the reason why actually they it was because back to the Champions League was actually because they were not doing very well in La Liga and. Uh, they were all, already out of copa del rey mm-hmm. so what that did was they, it allowed zidane to completely prepare his team for champions league yeah ah uh, that that can happen to this season if real actually fall two behind barcelona in, by then by december then i can see zidane again targeting champions league but if by december and january real madrid are let's say 5 6 uh in in the range of in the range of, let's say, maybe a difference of five points, or maybe even ahead of Barcelona, I don't see Real actually winning the Champions League this season. For me, top four contenders this, this season for Champions League are uh, City, Barca, UV, UV, and Liverpool. So I think as long as these four teams actually do not meet till quarterfinals, these four teams are the ones which actually will be going to semifinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I guess uh, that's about it. I guess. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think we've covered it all. Yeah, so hope you enjoyed it, and have a good day.